Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Well, we're having fun in here already, Jordan. I'm not going to lie to you. The fun has already begun. The fun has already begun, and And it's not going to get better than it just was before we hit record. (laughs) Yeah, audience, you missed it. Yeah. Why didn't you tune in 10 minutes sooner? I don't know why the audience doesn't tune in for the pre-show. <laughs> yeah. What's their problem? Well, I mean, We're I, fun right from the second we walk in. Well, you know, I think people think it's going to be like the red carpet to the Oscars. Oh, you know, who are you wearing? Wasn't it fun to work with blah, blah, blah. But no, that's where the good, the good stuff at this show is in the pre-show. They could check out what I'm wearing. Right. I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing an Oscar-nominated shirt today. Jordan and they can uh, they they can uh, get my thoughts on what it's like working with Jesse. Yeah, I it's uh, a lot of fun. He's a real prankster on the set. <laughs> my shirt, at least working with my shirt. Sure, my, you know, you and I went to see the movie Knives Out. We did, and uh, I was taken by some of the shirts that were worn by James Bond from the movie James Bond. Mm-hmm. And uh, I called my shirt guys. I sent him some pictures. I said, "Can you make me a shirt like this?" You weren't standing Chris Evans' sweater. That was the big. That was the look. Big, it's a uh, nice sweater. Everybody loves. That was an the big Irish clothes star from that movie. An Irish fisherman. It had its sweater. own Twitter account. Can you believe this? A Twitter account for a sweater? Random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we're having fun. We sure are. Uh, our one of our guests did a bit. Should we let's introduce the oh, let's introduce the guests and then we'll describe the bit. Yeah, their podcast is called Thought Spiral. Thought Spiral Podcast. <laughs> you looked at me like it, maybe maybe it wasn't that. <laughs> uh, returning to the program, the great Andy Kindler. I'll agree with that. His first time on the program, the great Jay Elvis Weinstein. Why, hello. How are you, Jay Elvis? I'm great. How are you, Jelvis? Jelvis works. Great. It's fun to say. Uh, Andy, in addition to doing a great bit to start off the show, uh, or to start off the pre-show, I guess I should say, brought us all a soft mint. Oh, he has p- soft mint. That's what they call he you without soft... your shirt. <laughs> Andy, soft mint kindler. I just want, I consider my upper body just a soft place for anyone to fall. <laughs> Or is it a safe place to fall? Like that, if someone... What's that from? Safe place to fall. Uh, I don't know. Soft place yeah. to fall. Sounds like a Couldn't cure, like a cure album. Right. I still love the cure. I don't know why I said it. I still. Yeah. I, I'm continuing to love the cure. Well, I mean, I think, you know. Because it's vaguely medical. Right. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I happen to know for a fact that one of the children of the famous spider, Anansi the Spider, uh, the African spider god mm-hmm. uh, is a soft man, a soft spider on which Anansi falls, on whom Anansi falls softly after Falcon grabs Anansi. This is a bit. I of, can't even wow, believe really it. Really fun journey into myth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. I'm, I'm. I'm sorry, Jesse. You actually believe that to be true, though, hey, right? Joseph I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I didn't mean to call your belief system a myth. Yeah, I believe in uh, Kwaku Anansi. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh my God. Am I getting old, or are these references, uh, these future references, Either are these twenty twenty point two point oh twenty? Yeah. Was I don't know if you've heard the latest single by Cardi B featuring. Anansi. Yeah. Why? And here's my question. Yes. For, this is a question for you. heard it, it as a Nazi. So. Mm, sure. <laughs> Didn't you? you he wasn't saying out. Nazi? I, no, he was saying something else. You were not saying Nazi each time? Anansi. Oh, my God. Anansi. This is when the doctors told me at an early age 
when I thought I was reincarnated as Anne Frank, that if it gets this bad, <laughs> that part didn't bother them. Yeah. But if it gets to where you hear things like enunciate, enunciate. Andy, here's the real question here. It better be the real one. Why are you traveling with enough pillow mints for a group? Well, that's a good uh, – here's what they do in the political shows all the time. Well, that's a good question. Mm. Yeah. Should we explain what a pillow mint is, Jordan? How would you characterize a pillow mint? Uh, like a peppermint, but it has a lot of crags. That's what I like about it. You know me. I'm a texture guy. Right? Yeah. I love textures, and alternately, I'm turned off by textures. Mm-hmm. I'm texture sensitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finally, I said to him last night, I know you like texture, but you're going to have to go back to your own bed. Boom. Wow. <laughs> That was, that was a homophobic was a... joke. In this scenario, are we sharing a cabin? I don't know. It's like a homophobic. Yes, we're sharing a cabin. Okay, yeah. And I crawl into your sleeping bag or. And I, and yeah. I had the rhythm of. Like, and he you... offers you a mint. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And my rhythm is if I could do that, I'd never leave the house. Right. That's the rhythm of the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> Thank you uh, for clarifying. That's a 2 4. Is that a 2 4 beat on that? <laughs> yeah. That's all I do. That's all I do now. Uh, I, I've been writing some jokes in seven four time now. Oh, oh wow! wow. Well, with the passing of Neil Peart, right? Absolutely. Someone has to keep up the in- interesting time signatures. I uh, want you to uh, bartender went to papaka the a bartender tap the boop boop. A guy walks into a barber do the baba. Because you're supposed to do it one two three one two one two one two three one two one two one two three one two one. That's the only thing I know about learning to play in sure. seven four time. It's about the jokes he's not telling. That's yeah. right. Uh, Andy, uh, a pillow, a pillow mint has a nice it. texture. A pillow mint right. is soft, and you suck on it, and it kind of gets these natural mm. crags, these natural peaks and valleys, and it's tongue catchers. I like to call it. tongue catchers. Yes, it is mm. fun for the tongue. Oh, they're fun for the tongue. You just run the tongue all up and down the natural crags of the mint, and it's great. Well, you know, it's from. It brings to mind for me, my sister and I. My sister bought it because peppermint <clears throat> is a. Uh, She's uh, she's had every disease known to man and several others. I don't know. That didn't. That, and we thank her for her service. <laughs> we thank yeah. her service. And so, she uh, th- these peppermints are unbelievable for any peppermint based thing is good to relieve nausea. And so she sent me a bunch of these things. But these remind me of when I was on the East Coast and you have the restaurants and they have a dish in the front and they have like those but- mints would be like. But do they have free? But I on mean, the East Coast, do they have a pillow mint or do they have like a starlight mint, a hard mint? No, the, the, from my restaurant, I remember in Queens, it was like a, they were loose, like, you know, before right. people were poisoned from things like mm-hmm. razor. Before the, the, there the wasn't kids even got into a spoon, ra- it was like for animals. <laughs> that's right. What's, no, there was a spoon. Ah. And that's where I thought, I thought I was the only one who ever had those when I was a kid. I imagine them being from Kentucky, maybe? That was my imagination right. of where a pillow mint is yeah. from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't think that's that big humid, city? A humid climate. You think of that as small town. Wow, look, I'd like to get one of them pillow mints. Yeah, that's exactly what I was imagining. <laughs> I was imagining Andy Kindler doing a bumpkin voice. Yes. I'm awfully thirsty. Y'all want some soft mints and a Coke? Some Cokes? And by <laughs> the way, if anyone Cokes. needs a dialect coach. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe James Bond could have used one for his 
Jay, okay. For his big role in Knives We're going to get to the bottom of this. Yes. This is going to be bit. like... We have to talk about the bit. No, hold on. We're okay. talking about the mints first. Right. This is going to be <laughs> We have to our... squeeze every remember drop when of the, conversation. Remember when the, the New York Times had that thing where you typed in what word you used for the uh, for the strip of grass and trees that runs down the middle of the street and yeah, then it so told it you what part of the country from, yeah. you were from? Right. Yeah. This is going to be our that. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be the biggest viral hit of the, of the century. Jay Elvis, where are you from originally? I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Do they have pillow mints there? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, crepes. Yeah, really? They, they make a pillow mint, but they uh, they also you'll get your reception sticks occasionally. Wait, what's a reception stick? Those would be stick? those chocolate-covered stick mints. Oh, a I like those. chocolate-covered yeah. stick Oh, you know mint? what those are. I can't picture I don't them. Play coy. No, I've never seen the mint. Yeah, uh, two native AKA Californians. A reception stick. Mm-hmm. Um, more of a starlight mint, though. Less yeah. pillow mints. A starlight mint is a garbage mint. Agreed. Right, why, why, a pillow it's hard, mint, right? It's I guess hard, I can't right? picture a starlight mint. A starlight mint That's is what you get in a white swirl. Mint. Yeah, oh, like okay. the classic Brock's assortment. Right. right. Oh, boo! On and that. that's a, and those can be not just those are tongue slicers. Those can be tongue slicers. They right. Can be but I mean, slicers. I I I like it because I like a little danger. Oh, I wow. like the danger that comes with sucking on those mints. It's it got a little more bite than a pillow mint. Sure, that's a little true. more bite. Arr. Yeah. <laughs> I like a winter green lifesaver. It makes mm. I do not like. I'm okay. sorry to interrupt okay. you. Yep. The winter green makes the thing, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a terrible mint. The sparks are That's good. That's all I care about. The it's sparks are good, but the flavor is bad. The flavor is bad, and the portion's so small. <laughs> yeah. I'll say, I'll say this. When it comes to making a little light in the dark, winter green lifesaver pretty good, but I like it when I'm unwrapping my Breathe Right strip. Ooh. As the two sides of the paper come apart, often it's dim in my, in my bathroom as yeah. I'm doing this. I'm headed to bed. Take those two pieces of paper apart. A glorious light show. I've never experienced mm. that, and I have opened the strips. I've yeah. never looked, I guess, as I was doing it. Yeah. One time a lot of science people on Twitter explained to me why, but I took my general approach to science, which is, yeah, sure, I believe you. Right. <laughs> you know, like, but sounds right. cool. <laughs> sounds like you figured that out. Yeah, yeah, but they bought into that the Breathe Right was working. The scientists that didn't concern oh, them. I love the guys the breathe put right. breathe right. The breathe right works. Man. Breathe right works. It does great. work. I'll breathe right is, a, is an amazing device. My Mr. Nat- National CPAP Association spokesman yeah. over here. <laughs> Just, and I, I would say I have the most Jewish nose in the room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fair, I had to say. Fair, fair. The mo- most Horshakian nose. <laughs> that's my big fear as a kid. I just thought I look like a Jew, and that's all I feel like all the time. And but I mean. If the if the the person you were comparing yourself to was Horshack, that was a pretty that he was the most beloved sweat hog, I would right. say. Right, but it's this fear and of he was Italian in real life. Oh, that's one of those things <laughs> oh, like wow. you find that out and it just yeah. makes you yeah. sick. Was the sure. character Ron Polillo? Uh, no, Ron Polillo was I mean Horshack I believe was Jewish. Oh yes. I did yeah. But Ron Polillo was not. People used to think I was Horshack. Much like the reverse where Arthur Fonzarelli, Italian Henry Winkler Jewish. Mm. So it all evened out. <laughs> yes, and can... that's a great bit from uh, Gilbert is uh, how did they decide on him? On uh, How did he get the part? Uh, Fonzie? He goes, I, I have a per- There's a short Jewish man. He's perfect. He just goes through this whole thing like, find the smallest Jew. Yeah, find the smallest non-threatening Jew. <laughs> so wait. the bit, Jordan. So, what, so wait, wait. So what's the theory about about mints and uh, a point of origin. Um, that, I mean, it sounds like we just, there are truly an, feel like a novelty to me still mm-hmm. in California, right? The pillow mint? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know growing up, like after you left a restaurant as a Californian, instead of the little dish of mints, 
He had a dish of dubs. <laughs> yeah. Spark that dube. Spark the dube. Wow, your jit, man. You're getting your Jeep. Yeah. Put the top down. That was Ronald Reagan's policy. <laughs> right. A dube in every bowl. Yeah. Good old, good old blazing Reagan, they called him. It's 420 in America. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but did you grow up, you got, there were Starlight Mints in Orange County, right? Yeah, I would say that maybe that kind of mint, that kind of hard mint you're describing was the most common mint. And like occasionally maybe you'd get a pillow mint. I associate it with like a place you take grandma for a nice prime rib. Oh wow. If there's a if if grandma's in town and you want to take her for a nice prime rib and a baked potato after 4, that's where you're getting the pillow mint. I remember more and I don't know what these are called really. I think they're more in the pillow mint family as those more pastel chalky mints mm. that are in the dish. They might be in the pillow mint family. Is that like a what kind of pastel color are they? J. Elvis, uh, I would you know I would put them in the sort of uh, and don't bullshit me. No, yeah, because he's big in blues, pastel, greens, yellows, you know, oh. but all a sort of faintly wintergreen flavor. Hmm. Hey, well, hey, get at us on Reddit r slash maxfun and tell us what your childhood mint was. What's that kind of dinner that you go to in in Minnesota where it's like at a VFW hall? Oh, like a fish fry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. What kind of mint they got there? I would bet that the kind I'm talking about with the it's a it's a pastel mint. I'm going to call it. What about those chocolate mints? What do you guys think of those? The Andes? Re- the reception? No, 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 like, not an Andes. I know mint. the Andes. Mm-hmm. It's a hard candy, but it's chocolate oh, green, green flavor. Green and brown. Yeah. Green swirl? and brown swirl. Yeah, no. I thought that was yeah, Andes. No, uh, no, this is a hard. I know the one you're talking about. It's a. It it's, disappoints you on both yeah. a chocolate and a mint level. <laughs> My family was so rich. We used to eat at these restaurants. They have York peppermint patties. Wow. And then we could take two, three big York peppermint patties. What, what we were character? rolling in it. In what? Queens, we were rolling in it. <laughs> what character? This is this character is rich, rich Queens, rich guy? Queens guy. <laughs> yeah, when I grew up, I was pretty rich. <laughs> really? How? Well, they have York, York, York. Peppermint patties. Whoa. It's, it's Horshack's oh rich cousin. I was what. so rich. I was the guy that gave cocaine to the mm. Mets. <laughs> I, was, I was so rich when I went to school instead of a hot lunch, they'd give you an airplane. <laughs> That's how rich. How's that? <laughs> so what, uh, what you're saying is it's going against – I need to have more of a lovey, a more of a <laughs> – I'm a howl. Hmm. I can't do any voices. I'm from New York. I can't do a New York accent, but uh, we'll all proceed as if things are fine. Every time I, <laughs> as someone who's been to New York, you know, <laughs> ten times in their life. <laughs> Sorry. Andy said he'll proceed <laughs> as if things are fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm not turning it around. No. You know what I'm saying? No. I've been to New York maybe ten times in my life. Uh, and every time I go and I hear someone... Doing like someone with one of those very New Yorky regional accents. Uh, hey, I'm walking here. Right. Yeah, I automatically smile because <laughs> I think growing up, I only thought that was a voice you did when you were in a play. Right. Yeah, like those the voice only existed to say to yell in a play. It's like meeting I... the real Foghorn Leghorn. Sure. Okay. No, there is a great comfort I think, despite the the laziness of using them. Mm-hmm. Finding out that a stereotype is true. Yeah. There's something deep down satisfying about that. There was a lady walk. I was just. I was right to mock that. (laughs) I was in uh, Brooklyn. Mm. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. And uh, I was uh, was walking to the bagel hole. Mm. Great bagel store. What's it called? The bagel bagel hole. hole. 
Hey, bagel hole. When I was, I grew up place. in New York. It was uh, you had Sal's bagels. Now everything's fancy. They got the bagel hole now. What's oh, fancier? What's get, fancier than a hole? Yeah, as a guy, <laughs> the guy who doesn't get that nothing he's saying makes any sense. Yeah, Brooklyn show with the she she with the bagel holes. <laughs> and there was there was a woman behind me, uh, in front of me actually, mm-hmm. uh, walking down the sidewalk, talking on her cell phone. She was about I'd say sixty five years old. Easy. And uh, <laughs> she was keep going. She was talking like this, <laughs> just an old lady talking like this. Not a truly elderly lady, but an older lady, lady talking like this. And I was like, "How is this tiny woman generating all this voice?" <laughs> but it was real. And then I saw her in the hair salon. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Just yeah. dishing with the gals. Yeah, just dishing with the gals. She had that the Judge salon. Judy wiring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That was that's a fun. Hey, shut your bagel hole. <laughs> that's a fun like genre of a viral video. That the word genre. Genre. I didn't me. know if you knew that. You know, okay. I've only seen it written until now. Oh, oh, I've okay. only well, seen the word written. It's I'm the first time sure. I've heard. Well, wow, you really left Jordan in a pile of debris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> my favorite genre of viral video is it was we had a lot of them for a while, and I think maybe they've. You know they, they've they've waned in popularity, but I'd like to see it come back. Is someone with an intense regional accent filming themselves being amazed by an animal? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that rings true. There's a lot. Yeah. You know, there right. was some there was some Boston guys on a the boat. Moose, then there was the moose in the uh, in someone's driveway a couple weeks ago. That really? Sounds with very. What was very, the regional accent? It was very. I, I can't. It was very northeastern, and I can't remember where it was exactly. Uh huh. Can I? Curse? Yeah, please do. Curse. It was a, it was a fucking raccoon. What is that? A what the fuck is that? Goddamn raccoon. <laughs> mm. didn't, that didn't nail that, it at there, all. No, you didn't have a voice. But I just you, thought, but, you, you know, weren't but, doing a region. But the idea is that, like, why are those people out in the woods? Mm-hmm. You know? Hey, yeah. <laughs> right. But it was like, holy fuck, it's a fucking moose. Yeah, that's Do you it. see this? Get yeah. over here. It's a fucking it's moose fucking over here. The holy boy. shit, it's a goddamn moose. The Boston guys is the Boston guys uh, were on a boat and a whale swims underneath them and he's like, Holy shit, it's a baby whale. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cause right, he's right. Cause there's a how are why are these guys on a boat? Right. And why are they filming? I don't well, know. They're out there like, in the harbor. Harbor. So yeah. about the baby whale. Isn't that the whole premise behind shows like the Jersey Shore? You I think it was in... definitely the premise behind Hauser's California Gold. Oh, right. that's right. fantastic. That's but fantastic. That is is fa- that a baby whale going under <laughs> us? That's amazing. Oh, my. Are you getting this? Are you getting this, Lou? But that is not a regional accent. That is his own voice. <laughs> yeah, that, is, from, huh? that is Alabama, California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a southern thing with him. Maybe, oh, right? yes. <laughs> Lou, are you getting this, Lou? Until the age of 40, I was raised in Carlsbad Caverns. <laughs> <laughs> I only saw the sunlight recently. I know the difference between a stalactite and a stalagmite. Your name is Neither Bob. is interesting. <laughs> Will you please show me a mission? <laughs> You're is just... that Menudo? Oh. So you live in Santa Barbara and your name is Barbara? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's amazing. I love how this 
regional public TV host from when we were kids is just a character you can oh, do. Man. Not even when I from when I was I had never heard or, or seen him until I moved to Los Angeles. Oh wow! Oh yeah, and watched because he, despite being California's gold, he was mm-hmm. primarily almost exclusively a Southern California phenomenon. Sure, I saw Hugh Hauser. I thought. Holy shit! How how was KQED Channel Nine in San Francisco, much less Channel Thirty Six, keeping this mad? Welcome magic to me. the Southland, Jesse. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> we have a bowl of joints. <laughs> Grab a dube. I get a voicemail uh, message from Hugh Hauser on my voicemail over there yeah, on my wow. answering machine. That's I mean, a by someone doing it, you mean? No, no, him? by from Hugh Hauser from the late from Hugh beyond, Hauser. From beyond the grave. It's been gone about five years, oh, maybe I'd man. say. Yeah. I've been saving it ever since. Uh. Okay, speaking of animals, yeah, we all remember Pizza Rat. Yeah, sure. and you know, every couple months, New York gets a new uh, pe- vermin who's eating something. A, yeah. tra- a new trash vermin. Bagel, During- bagel possum. Bagel possum. <laughs> there was a milkshake squirrel for a hot second. I want to mention really quick mm-hmm. that I told Andy Kindler it was going to be hot in here. So he left, hung up his jacket, then took off his shirt and came in shirtless. That, that was, was the, the bit, bit that we all – And I said too soon. Too soon, I also said. Yeah. Too soon? Yeah. And then when he well, walked that out – That wasn't what we left at, though. And yeah. then when he walked out <laughs> to get the shirt to put it back on, he did this, like, tough guy walk. Yeah. It was kind of a, one of these. Yeah. I know no one could see arms it. But it's like a, arms somewhat akimbo. Uh, yeah, I could never do that if there was a woman in here, right, with the Me Too – Oh, oh, so you can't take off your shirt yeah, now, to oh, do a podcast anymore? It's, it's oh, I can't cool. put my breasts in a woman's it's face? It's not cool to nauseate a woman anymore. Oh, I'm the bad guy because I'm... <laughs> These women need to carry some pillow mints in their pocket in case I want to nauseate them. I mean, they're funny. I'm just saying, look what we could do amongst ourselves. <laughs> sure, exactly. Just uh, got four, all guy stuff. Four men, four <laughs> men in a booth. <laughs> Bring that spatoon back. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. George, so, in New okay. York, there are New a York, lot of food animals. Food animals. Ah, and everyone, you topic. know, so every couple months, there's a new food animal. You post a picture of it. Hey, guys, it's, right, it's uh, it's it's uh, empanada raccoon. Yeah. It me, I'm that. Yeah. It's me. It's all. I'm that. This is me. I am that. You I know am, why? Yeah. Number one, love empanadas. Number two, you wash them in a stream before you eat them. Two nice opposable thumbs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at them. Always, yeah. always bragging. If there was a broad here, we couldn't break out our thumbs. Yeah, that's, that's why. Right. I'm just saying it's different. Because you faint. You too. I'm just saying it's different. <laughs> you too. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah. we we you know we haven't had an had an LA one. Right. Um, we mostly I, have my terrifying dog? coyotes. Sure. We, yeah. It, it's me. I'm house cat coyote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coyote who killed a house cat. Right. Uh, the, I, the distant look in the distant look in my eyes and the hungry jowls on my face. Sure. Are what it me it means. Me. I'm that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm desperate with my rib cage showing. I too am mange. Um, I saw a rat outside of Chinois <laughs> pulling a French reference to the thing. <laughs> that Dennis Miller? Miller? Yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. Outside mm-hmm. of, well, it's not that good. I could kind of tell who it was. Yeah. <laughs> outside of Chinois. Yeah. I don't think sure. I know what Chinois is. Chinois is a restaurant. <laughs> it's Wolfgang Buck's restaurant on the, on the west side that I imagine Dennis Miller would think he was like a, a, a it was an intellectual joke oh. to see a rat outside of a sure. French restaurant. Yeah. That's, I, I get it now. I saw. I didn't. I saw okay. an aardvark carrying a lox pizza out of Spago. That's what I'm exactly. There you, that's that's good. where I uh, like that. 
Wait, this is Dennis Miller, the Monday Night Football commentator? Yeah, he, yeah know, that's he's, exactly uh, how I'm known. This is, and this is the same as the Dennis Miller who introduces movies on TCM now for some reason? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yeah, he totally does. Oh, my God. Yeah. Al Michaels is still talks about him when he's how great he was yeah. when he's doing his regular <laughs> I'll never forget that time Dennis Miller did the I mean the guy is easily entertained Al Michaels yeah. the second act the second quarter has been like Koyana Squatsy yeah <laughs> Squatsy is a good Dennis Miller reference it is good yeah. um, hey babe you're gonna wanna stay tuned for Rashomon <laughs> yeah sure um, it, so okay I did not get a now granted did I, I did not do a good job of getting a picture of this, but I saw what I think could be our animal. Thank okay. you for granting us. Is that. this real though? Is it a real this thing? This is real. This is something. No, this is not Photoshop wacky. Deals. This is not Photoshop. Um, and I, I'll, I'll show the picture around. It's not as satisfying as I would like it to be. I was a little far away from the animal, but it's so good. Today in a tree, mm-hmm. I noticed that there was a kite stuck in a tree. Right. And a squirrel eating the kite. Wow. I'm going to pass this around. This is kite squirrel. Stuck <laughs> kite squirrel. Well, he sure is. Yeah. He was going to town on the fucking tail of the kite. Squirrels love kites, I guess. Look at this squirrel. This squirrel is eating a kite. I mean, it me. That are you, I'm kite squirrel. It's a squirrel it's eating a, squirrel. a kite. That's that is amazing. Only in Ventura can you see a hey, squirrel Mr. eating a kite. Squirrel. Jose, get that on camera. Are you going to fly away, Mr. Squirrel? Anyway. I'll, are you getting this, Lou? I'll post it on It was amazing. It's one of it the most amazing. amazing things I've seen. I don't think the oh photo. Oh, my God. That's the same squirrel I saw doing origami. On Melrose. On Melrose, huh? On Melrose, okay. Yeah, that, that, I was wondering. Buttoned it right the up. The thing is, is Andy, great. when you said the first part, I thought this is, sounds like it could be a lot of fun, but I'm sitting here. I'm too busy wondering on what street right. it's occurring right. to laugh. And is it a north-south street? Is it an east-west street? Yeah. By the way, this is the best Bic Rom podcast I have uh, participated <laughs> it's sweaty, in. sweaty, huh? Oh, it's really, I can feel everything loosening up. It's a right. little toasty in here. It's a little toasty no, in fine. here. No, it's fine. It's good. What yeah. do you think the squirrel's getting out of the out of the kite there? Well, well, nutrients. Right. The, all, and the good the good stuff's in the tail. If, you, right. if, you're, if you're a fan of kites, yeah. if, you're butch- if you're butchering a kite, mm-hmm. the good stuff's in the tail. Absolutely. You got to cook it slow, though. You, oh, you got to cook it slow. Yeah. Because it get, gets low and slow if you're cooking what kite meat. What do you think meat. was really happening with it? What do you think really was going on? I think he was thought- that Howard Hughes uh, <laughs> uh, looking for his lost airline? <laughs> Just as, as in the film Citizen Kane. <laughs> I think, you know, I could it be, yeah. and I don't know a lot about squirrel behavior. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of eraser things before you start. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying Listen, anything. I'm, just, I'm, I'm covering my bases. <laughs> exactly. I'm covering my bases. Yeah. You have it. to. You have to these This days. day and age, you got to cover your bases. Yeah. Could it be that the squirrel, that was his tree and he thought the kite was an enemy? I think it's possible, Jordan. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't discount that. Okay, no, let's hear it. Let's... Andy, I don't discount no, it. No, you don't. That's possible. I'm just saying Same here. I my, I, from my perspective, it, as a straight white male, it's which could I'm be. coming from a place of privilege, I and recognize I know... it. A squirrel knows that it, it cannot truly have fun. Mm-hmm. That a man... A man can have fun. A human can have fun. Right. It can embrace it, whereas a squirrel 
He's always in the back of his head. He's like, oh, where's that next nut Survival. Man, you, you should do I mean? a wins, podcast wins about winter. what they're thinking and stuff. There's raccoons be- and the squirrel's, <laughs> going, the squirrel's going, oh, I have, why is he Robin Williams? Oh. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> it's me, a rapper, Robin Williams, <laughs> doing a rap voice. A gay guy's here, too. <laughs> he was a genius, but now you he know. Was different, time, different time. Different time. <laughs> different time. He wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. To the kite, two, three, four. Yeah. <laughs> the gay choreographer from the 60s. <laughs> yeah. I'm a black guy from the 20s. Yeah. But now that was a different time. A different and time. When people die, time. you mm-hmm. pretend that everything was okay. So wait, so you were- I just watched, speaking of Robin Williams, I just watched- Popeye recently, yeah, mm-hmm. which I loved as a kid. Yeah, yeah. but I realized now that it was because I was a hundred percent on board with Robin Williams. Sure, you yeah. just loved all Altman movies as a kid. That is what it was. Mm-hmm. It's the overlapping. <laughs> like I was just a sucker for overlapping right. dialogue. Yeah. Right. I have never seen it. How is it? It's really hard to watch. And is he going? He's got the mumbling. He's got the mumbling down pretty well. He does a pretty good job with it. Uh, but it's a hard to watch movie. Okay. It's 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 weirdly conceived. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of mute. God, singing Harry Nielsen. May, music. And that, maybe I'm uh, again. I'm old fashioned. I'm old. Maybe I am a person who erases everything before I start. Sure, but <laughs> <laughs> I was I singing in movies made me feel so weird as a kid. Yeah, I remember when someone thing. put that on and the singing came on, like the singing parts of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory mm. still. Make me want to like hide with embarrassment. They're mm. good songs too, but yeah, great like, songs in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wow. Yeah, but I, I like I'm embarrassed. I didn't find it as disconcerting as the girl blowing up into a blueberry as a shot. Oh sure, I, I that. found that slightly more disturbing. I think we can all agree <laughs> that there's something terrifying for everyone in the 1970s version of Agreed. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh yes, right. absolutely. I think I, I personally was ups- deeply upset. Yeah, by well, let's all go around the room and tell tra- us what it's upset us about Charlie and the Transmitted into the television. That was pretty upsetting really? to me because it made the U tiny and you couldn't get back. Mm-hmm. And of course, the rowers keep on rowing. There's no knowing where they're going, etc., etc., etc. That's right. fucking horrifying. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's a real, genuine nightmare on film. I was cool my, with that. My, I just didn't like the fact that people might start singing. Yeah, apparently <laughs> so. My childhood Gene Wilder nightmare was Young Frankenstein. Mm. My parents took me when I was like three years old to Young Frankenstein, and it scared the living shit out of me. At the time. <laughs> Absolutely, just the like parts in it that were just the, like, just like homages I, to just all just the darkness, and I just remember like even the burden on the roots was like, <laughs> oh, get me out of here. And the fine member of his finger catching on fire scared the hell out of me. It was yeah, like my all the intensity. My, I uh, I wa- as a kid, I walked in on my um, my parents watching uh, Steve Martin's The Man with Two Brains, uh-huh. and there's a part where a gorilla speaks with a woman's voice. Uh-huh. And I was so I remember like <laughs> peeking into the room, seeing that they were watching it, seeing the gorilla speak with the woman's voice, and like running to my bedroom and shutting the door because that was so upsetting to me. And I watched that movie. I like got it from the library a couple weeks ago to watch it, and I'm like, this is so goofy and funny, but it terrified me as a kid. Just the image that Those like uncanny valley. Yeah, kind of things, exactly. Yeah. It's so it's uh, it's a funny movie too. I was terrified by the fact that my parents, by mistake, took me when I was five years old and the whole family to see The Miracle Worker, and they thought it was a Disney film, <laughs> and it uh, was the most horribly uh, traumatic thing I've ever seen in my life. That and, a... and, and you know what's the worst about it now that I'm in therapy? It wasn't like my parents said, oh, 
Oh, Andy, are you reacting badly to these this woman wrestling another woman uh, and taking food out of her mouth for no apparent reason? No, my parents let me watch the whole goddamn movie, obviously. It's very unpredictable what will upset a child. I think that sure. was a safe bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The miracle worker. Yeah. But it's, maybe even glance towards me while the movie yeah. was on. <laughs> <laughs> <And she's laughs> <laughs> my daughter, uh, my daughter is completely obsessed with Gremlins mm. right now. Oh, okay. Uh, Gremlins one in particular. Gremlins two is pretty bananas. Gremlins one has some legitimate scary parts in it, and um, I mean, not like so that such that they were upsetting to me as a mm-hmm. as a adult, but certainly like caught me by surprise and stuff. And she completely unbothered by that, but she is fucking horrified of Paddington Bear. <laughs> because we went to see Paddington Bear. Is this the, the, like, the, the CGI Paddington? The CGI Paddington Bear, which is a great movie. Like, it's a legitimately delightful film. And there's a part where Paddington Bear is crawling through a duct, and they turn on the furnace, and the flames from the furnace lick Paddington Bear's butt. Mm. And that is the most terrifying thing in the world to my daughter. Wow. Much more so than, for example, Return to Oz, which did not bother her at all, in huh. which I had nightmares sure. about until yeah. I was 13 years old. Boy. Huh. That, that had a pumpkin head thing in it, right? It had a pumpkin head thing. It had, of course, it has the wheelers. That's the guys mm. with, the, with the, like, the treads on their legs and, okay. and wheels on their hands. Feruza Bulk. It has Feruza Bulk. <laughs> I never saw that. I never. I, Return to Ozzy? Not know, Baruch Assault? Having seen it, no, Feruza Bulk. Having seen it as an adult, uh, it's kind of a neat movie. It's not entirely successful, but I, yeah. I watched the whole thing and enjoyed having done so, uh, which I wasn't expecting. I expected it to be too creaky, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's kind of neat. Like, puppet shit is so cool. Puppet yeah. shit, like, is so. I mean, it's like, like a cold, cold movie take these days, but man, puppet shit is so cool. It's so much cooler than CGI. That's it. Even, I, I like yeah. Jeff Dunham and his puppets. <laughs> oh, and sure. he seems to. The puppets have some very strong opinions. That's yeah. sure. I don't agree with all the puppets. I don't think all of it's But good. I think they should be heard. They should have a right. forum to speak. He had at a, Caesar's Palace. Ahmed is dead, and so he called him a dead terrorist. What's wrong? Oh, oh, he's the bad guy? Sure. I watched Labyrinth recently. Mm, sure. And uh, it was too boring for me to watch. That's not Pan's Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Right? So, but no. that, so much stuff happens in Labyrinth. I know, it's, but it's, it's like a sketch movie almost. It's, it's just really new boring. Stuff the, I liked all the parts where, sorry, Jordan, I don't mean to upset you, but I liked all the parts where David Bowie was singing. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think I would be fine with that now. Just as a kid, I think I probably would not have liked that. What do you think was disturbing to you about that? Do you think it was it was like a received like how I how my my wife feels if we go see a stand-up show and one of the comics isn't doing well, mm-hmm. she gets so upset on behalf of the comic that she like ha- almost has to walk out, not because she's bothered by the comedy, but just she refuses to see me. And, for yeah, example. and that she really helps the like, comic if yeah. you walk out. That really <laughs> helps a lot. Uh, just yell, "Time to go to the bathroom!" So they don't think you're. Right. Yeah, uh, I think it was the I didn't like being forced to have an emotion. I didn't oh, like wow. being told that I should feel something. Really? And I think that's what I felt like songs were doing. They were being they were being manipulative. That's not the answer I expected. Yeah. I thought it might have something to do with breaking the breaking the reality of the Oh no, I loved that. Really? I loved no. Uh no, yeah, I was I think as a kid I was like I was like I didn't like feeling that like I was like out of control of my emotions. Right. Um so yeah, like I remember like the first movie I cried in was My Girl. 
famous famous first movie to cry in. Yeah, because uh, it was it was a uh, a movie starring Macaulay Culkin that was maybe sold in the commercials as a romp. Right. Yeah, immediately post Home Alone. So you're thinking like, ah, he's gonna. He's somebody's gonna get it in the nuts in this. You're not gonna you're not gonna believe who he's gonna torture. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Right. In extraordinary ways. But um, it's a paint can full of bees. For, yeah, so my girl is a like Is it a torture film? It, no, no. It's, so it's like a dramedy. Mm. It's like a it's like a coming of age dramedy where Macaulay Culkin is this awkward kid and he dies by bee stings. So he's allergic to bee stings. Bees attack him. Oh, spoiler alert, dude. Well, sorry. Well, yeah. sorry. Spoilers for my girl. You had your 25-year window, people. Yeah. yeah. See my girl. No. Uh, so you he dies not, by bee sting. You better not spoil my stepfather, the hero. <laughs> <laughs> right. Starring Gerard Depardieu. Sure, yeah. Uh, Is he back? Depardieu? Is Depardieu back? I he's don't know. In Russia, Depardieu's back, and he's better than ever. Right? He lives in. Uh, he, uh, he he's he, drinking on his a own case of wine a day because of some sort of tax problems tax in problems. France. That's not a good tax thing. problems in France. Uh, so <laughs> Macaulay Culkin dies by bee stings, and then you see his funeral, and the and the titular my girl is runs is runs to his casket and cr- clutches it and cries and yells. He doesn't have his glasses. He needs his gla- like he needs his glasses in heaven, you mm. know. Oh. So it's just it's so you go in you know, you go in expecting a romp and you're getting a good-natured this. romp. That's my favorite. Yeah, I love good-natured a good-natured romp. Right. Uh I like a sex romp. I like a taut romp. Oh, a taut romp. A taut really? Romp. Yeah, yeah, pull that romp taut. Oh, wow. That's what I say. So I am like mad at that movie cuz I think as a kid I felt like tricked. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like tricked by commercials. It's a bait and switch. For it's sure. a bait yeah. and switch. Yeah. yeah, and then so I think like singing. It's in like movies, thinking the Miracle Worker is a Disney movie. Yeah, so it's like going into into Willy Wonka, like and then saying, you know, cheer up, Charlie. You're mm-hmm. Like this is a candy movie. I'm here for a can. I'm here for candy. Yeah, and the I'm first, getting this, and the, I'm getting a poor family who washes sheets in a big bin. The four old people on the bed just. Took me down. Yeah, and then I never, I never got above zero with that movie as sure. a kid. It just like just the depressingness, the squalor of the four old people in the bed. Yeah, facing each other, thinking about the way. sores. Like, well, on the feet by your head, oh, and yeah, the, yeah. and when, what the sex must have been like. Exactly. I yeah. mean that that was a saving grace. A, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had to be pretty open minded, I guess. <laughs> uh, when you read, uh, when That's you read hun- those books as an adult. Uh, the main thing that strikes you, and I've read, I read a bunch of them with my kids. Uh-huh. Uh, the main thing that strikes you, other than them not being that great, if you remember them being, I remembered them as being the greatest books ever, and they're they're not that great. But they're so angry, <laughs> like they're so spiteful. Like every one of them depends upon just a contempt for everyone except the protagonist. Right. Every <laughs> like kid just is a r- nasty piggy little child. Yeah. Yeah, and every yeah, every adult <laughs> is awful and miserable. Yeah. And then just just there's one kid who just fucking gets it and has no other character qualities at all. You know what I liked about the Fantastic Mr. Fox as a kid? What's that? The lists of meat Oh, yeah. It, there's a lot of lists of meat in that book that they get. And so, it's like, oh, what did we get? And then you see a list of the meat, and I'm like, all right. See, I didn't, as a great. kid, I didn't like lists of meat because I don't like people mm. telling me how to feel and what to eat. <laughs> you didn't like yeah. being made to yeah. feel hungry. No. See when it's no. turned around on you? Yeah. <laughs> so I, sound, I guess I sounded stupid that whole time. <laughs> Jay Elvis, what upset, what upset you as a child? 
Uh, so much. Uh, the well, there was Young Frankenstein was <laughs> yep. a big moment. Uh, the Very Hungry Caterpillar. Do you remember that book? Well, who doesn't remember? He's, the, well, he eats the, a, the through page, the slice of pie. The page where it gets huge. Yeah. used to scare the living shit out of me, and my wow. mom would actually skip it, and I would and I would have this approach avoid thing where I go, "You skipped it, didn't you? You know, <laughs> go back." <laughs> and this was last week, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad you're still. Doing reading. Reading's important. Yes. <laughs> it's fundamental. And yeah. Pat the Bunny sent no. It didn't. Yeah. Uh, but no, but a Very Hungry Caterpillar was a big. Uh... What did you feel when you got to the page where the Very Hungry, very hungry Caterpillar got f- fat with uh, gluttony? It was really, it wasn't, it wasn't the idea of the fatness. It was literally the graphic, I think, that scared me. Sure. It, was, it was a monstrous graphic to me. Oh yeah! It was something about the the style of the art that I have that to say me. the style of the art in the Eric Carl books. That's his name, right? Eric Carl. I think that's right. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I repressed I think, it. I think mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, there's a bunch of those books, uh, and as an adult, I think, well, this is pretty. But I remember as a kid, though, I loved the Very Hungry Caterpillar because I just loved the idea of getting a slice of pie. Right. Uh, not to mention a lollipop. Don't get me started on an <laughs> apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with a hole through it. There was right. there is something hideously ugly about that weird nineteen seventy four aesthetic. Yes. Of the to a child. You're like, what the fuck is this? Fuck you, this is some weird fucking paper or something. Draw a real picture. Yeah. My mom actually at one point put a paper clip. On <laughs> oh that page right. Just so that to, page so, wouldn't open. Yeah. Yeah. I like that she kept the That's book. That's cute. She did. No, I think I think she knew and like I said, I was approach avoid with it. I would ask for it. But then we'd get to that point, and it was always like, maybe, should I? Were there films that upset you? Um, I'm trying to think if there's any beyond the, uh, I mean, Tin Drum. That wasn't, uh, <laughs> but. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Oh, really? Gunter yeah. Grass. Look it up. It's, it's an awful movie to watch. Okay. Um, uh, no, I mean, Young Frankenstein is the big memory for me of movies scaring me. You know what scared me? Hmm. What's that? Being born 11 years after the Holocaust, my friend. A Jew. Being yes. born a Jew sure. and 11 years after the Holocaust. <laughs> and so when you're first starting to learn words, <laughs> the first word I learned was Holocaust. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> this is you, had sound, you had to sound it out. What more could I need to scare me? Mm-hmm. Than before you, Honey, before you were born, not that far. We were just just eleven <laughs> short years. Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sweetie, and I'm, just, I'm sure I'm sure it means you're good now for your life. There won't be any problems. Good baby voice, JL. Oh, very good baby voice. Wow. That was actually kind of upsetting, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's that, a, people that have a very polar response was to it. Uncanny and made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, should we take a little cool off break and then uh, listen to some calls? Yeah, let's take a quick <laughs> break. We'll be back in just a <laughs> we second. We gotta feed this baby on Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah. It's Jordan Jesse Go. Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know Jordan? Yes. A lot of the bills around here Mm -hmm. are paid by Maximum Fund's members. We love them. All the folks who go to MaximumFund.org slash join and become part of Maximum Fund. 
we also have sponsors once in a while, too. Mm-hmm. And this week is one such time. Yes. And they're bringing back one of Jordan Jesse Go's beloved recurring characters. When you talk about recurring characters, of course, there's Law Threeper. Sure. Chris Fairbanks. Yeah. The fictional character, Chris Fairbanks. Curry Mango. Curry Mango. And most beloved of all. Shurimpu. Shurimpu. Well, I was speaking, of course, of Cafe Altura's CEO, Dylan Miskowitz. Oh, it's great to have Miskowitz back. Hiring can be a slow process. Cafe Altura's COO, Dylan Miskowitz, needed to hire a director of coffee. By the way, notes indicate this is a real person. This is a real person. It's a character and a real person, just like uh, Megyn Kelly from Bombshell. (laughs) Exactly. It's not an amalgam of characters. No. Like... Um, Margot Robbie from Bombshell. <laughs> right. Dylan Miskowitz. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, he needed to hire a director of coffee, so he went to ZipRecruiter, posted his job, and found the best person for the role in just a few days. <laughs> Miskowitz. <laughs> ZipRecruiter's technology finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. You know, Jordan, it's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. You don't have to wait 36 hours. No. Four out of five, it's right there in the first 24. 24. It's like solving a murder. (laughs) Exactly. The case goes cold. The case of Dylan Miskowitz's director of coffee. (laughs) ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. Do we say that when a problem comes along, you must zip it? We haven't said that in a while. We should probably say it. Yeah. When a problem comes along, you must zip it. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Adley Kindler, and when I say ah, I really mean mm. <laughs> I'm J. Alvis Weinstein, and my initials spelled Jew. Mm. <laughs> they do! That was, I had a buddy in uh, high school whose uh, graffiti crew was named J-E-W. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's fun. You know what graffiti I like? <laughs> There's a guy sure in L.A. just hate crimes? <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy in L.A. who just writes Borat on stuff. <laughs> Have you guys seen just somebody, there'll be graffiti no. that just says Borat? Pretty good. Yeah. I'm into it every time I it's see timeless, it. It's timeless, I think. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> anyway, that's a lot of fun. Jordan, we just got back from uh, San Francisco. Yes. Had a lovely time in the beautiful mm-hmm. city by the bay. Mm-hmm. Had a nice time at the Punchline with our friends Glenn Washington and Tony Hale from yeah. Television's Veep. Fork, Fork Man from the movie Fork Story. Sure. Uh, both absolute joys and delights. Of course, the great Pete Fields was mm-hmm. there with us as well. Um, Sumo with an E. That's his graffiti name. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't tell the police, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And we also, uh, we have been talking lately on the show yeah. about Walton Goggins' signature vodka, mm-hmm. Mulholland vodka. Is right. that what it's called? I don't, yeah, I think this is the first time we've actually ever said what it's actually called. Yeah. Yeah, it is not, you, you cannot go to a store and buy something called Walton Goggins vodka. No. It's that... just more fun to say than Mulholland distilling. Yeah. So uh, we had last, last week on the program, two weeks ago, we had a, a man call in, uh, a very elaborate Walton Goggins vodka song uh, to the tune of Zoot Suit Riot by the Cherry Pop and Daddies. Uh, it was a really remarkable achievement. Anyway, I just wanted to mention, not only did he fly to San Francisco from his home in Denver to attend our show at San Francisco Sketch Fest, uh, but he sat at a table with my mom. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. a, a, a hero. Well, hey, you... Hey, all all you listening who aren't him, yeah. why aren't you that committed to the show? Yeah, why aren't you sitting at a table with my mom and my friend John King from high school? Hey, uh, do what you can to entertain Judy. Yeah. Make some nice chit-chat with Judy. Judy's standing in line outside the club. Why aren't you chatting with her? She needs somebody to talk her? to. Talk to Judy. You I mean, made your mom stand in line outside of the club? Look, <laughs> she has to wait in line. She doesn't get special privileges. All right. Well, you know. We have, you, our, you... we have our listeners go do home care for Andy's mom. That's <laughs> <laughs> a Meals on Wheels situation? Yeah. yeah. Visiting angels. If that wasn't true, I would be laughing along with the dog. This is Kindler. I thought Spiral are here. <laughs> um, so I just, I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to say, I think there's a new gold standard. That's true. He he wrote he, and recorded write a, the song. Write and record a song. Walton Goggins, vodka, better than wine or a beer. Yeah, uh, that's number one. Yeah. Uh, number two went from Denver, right? Home of Sweet Action Ice Cream, one of the previous record holders for most Mac- best fan, best fan. Flew to San Francisco to see our show. That's also pretty good. Yeah. Sat at a table with my mom and John King, my friend from high school. Mm-hmm. Come on. Doesn't get any better than that. And doesn't. what's his name? Don't remember. Don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but whoever. whoever <laughs> Don't remember. He, 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 yeah. He's wearing a nice blazer. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Uh, so, yeah, that's the new gold standard for best fan. Yeah. Can you can you beat it? I can't. I'm not talking to you. That would be someone who volunteered to do uh, as a handyman around your mom's place. Yeah. Fixing things up. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, my go mom's, the next extra step. My mom's landlord doesn't is not on top of repairs. There I can't go. believe that. Have you ever heard my super impression? I don't do it. <laughs> hey, I'm the super. Hey. I just say the name of the thing I'm doing. Right. Sure. Hey, the super's at the door. Yeah. Open up. Because I, I think everybody likes to announce themselves by saying their job. I use me. I'm a stock trader. <laughs> <laughs> I trade stocks. Stocks and bonds. Me? What are you kidding me? I'm a banker. Mm. <laughs> Seattle fish throwing man over here. <laughs> yeah. I'm one of those guys in Seattle who's yeah. always throwing the fish. The yeah. talking, talking Did someone mind. call an ophthalmologist? <laughs> <laughs> you better watch out, Bull, because I'm one of those guys that waves a flag at him. <laughs> <laughs> um, character artist on the pier here. <laughs> I'll draw you with a big head in a go-kart. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that voice? It's always that a soccer voice? ball. Oh. That's, that voice is a general. Mm, no. Well, well, uh, 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 
<laughs> I love it. Yeah, uh, Jordan, you actually had a Walton Goggins vodka experience. Oh, I actually tasted Walton Goggins vodka. What? Is it a big thing? Is it sweeping the planet, or is it <sighs> something? Is I, yeah. it niche? I think it's fair to say it's sweeping it's, the planet. I don't know why we're still talking uh, about it. It's fun to say is Walton it real? Goggins vodka. It is real. Not like Trump vodka. It's real. No, I but how he, did it become a running gag on your show? What was the end? We've that? yeah. Let's uh, let's <laughs> We'd like to know because we have nothing running on our show. <laughs> I mean, usually when we. You know, usually, I mean, we have the pre-show, which we talked about. We usually like to save this kind of conversation for the after show. Right. Um, or Comic-Con panels. But um, but we can do it here. I think that's fine. Yeah. So we, we've, we in the we past... We try and do our unpacking after the show mm-hmm. and our bits before the show. Right, exactly. So yeah. the show is, Perfect. you know... Just uh, zen, really. Just yeah. zen. A nice place to chill out. Yeah. Something you don't have to pay too much attention to. Right. Um. So I think we like to talk on the show about celebrity boozes. It's come up a lot. Okay. Uh, Equarenta tequila. Sure. Danny DeVito's limoncello, I think, <laughs> sure. has been our has been our so good. It's a taste of life from this famous fellow. Yeah, one yeah. of our you know, one of our favorite ongoing references. Mm-hmm. So but also we had been talking about Walton Goggins just because uh I feel like for a while for about a month, every guest we had was involved in the unicorn somehow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Walton Goggins CBS sitcom. Right. So when I noticed in the store that Walton Goggins had a vodka, um, I just, you know, decided it would be fun to bring up on the show. And also, um, you know, I wrote the the, the hit song, the, I'd say now the second best Walton Goggins uh, vodka theme song. Mm-hmm. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Walton Goggins has a vodka. Goggins has a vodka. Walton Goggins. That's not bad. Yeah. So there you go. That's the history of the bit. And um, that's good. Yeah. Now. Uh, and now well, I don't here, like I don't like it anymore. We're here to judge it. <laughs> here, what kind of thing are you trying to pull? A runner. I'm a, I started back in vaudeville, mm-hmm. and a running bit has a, <laughs> a running bit has four parts. Right, has a, the, the, the I gotta beginning, take notes here. the middle, the henchman, and the swizzle at the end. Yes. Yeah, you gotta have a swizzle at the end. Well, take I it left from, out the henchman. Take it from Andy Kindler, judge on Last Comic Standing. Yeah. You gotta have a swizzle at the end. Some people say things funny. Other people funny things say. Funny things say. (laughs) I'm the latter. Right. (laughs) Right. Uh, So how was Walton Goggins' signature vodka, Mulholland Distilling? Smooth. Really? Really? As smooth as Goggins' crazy eyes? I was going to say, with... with with Walton Goggins' acting style, you would you would hope that his signature booze would be severe yeah. or intense. <laughs> yeah, ragged, that makes maybe. makes you go, Yeah, right. Um, and I didn't go, Awooga. I went, hmm, that's smooth. Oh, so you didn't at all go, wah. No, I did not go, bah. Okay. I went, ooh, that's good vodka. No, I just went, ooh, that's smooth. Okay. Mm. That sounds nice. It was nice. When something momentous happens to you, our listener. <laughs> Good story, huh? Yeah. <laughs> when something momentous happens to you, our listener, uh, like you finally get to try Walton Goggins' signature vodka. You know, here's well, here's something. Yeah. Here's, here's what I think it is. This it sounds might like not... a Garrison Keillor product at this point. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, it's also jokeless. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> right. Hey, who? Uh, Brian's going to add in a bunch of funny sound effects later. <laughs> Um, I think I it, every time I I have this theory that all celebrity booze is good. Yeah, but I think that's just because I just I just drink well booze. Basically, mm-hmm. most of my booze is well booze when right. I'm having a drink, and I think I am just a guy. If the analogy is that like I'm a 
guy who only eats McDonald's and I'm having TGI Fridays for the first time. Right. It's just that I'm going a shelf up to try the celebrity booze. I don't booze, get the metaphor like, hey, there what, at what, all. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's a celebrity that was created by the booze, like a Bartles and James situation? Oh, oh yeah, oh. sure. Uh, <laughs> well, Jose Pat, Cuervo. Pat Boone's farm. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Coppola makes good. I mean, Coppola wine's the, good. The concept yeah. makes sense to me. Anyway, but I think it's just what I'm what I'm reacting to isn't celebrity booze, but I'm reacting to mid shelf. Should I be Should I be for future birthdays and Christmases be getting you Equarenta tequila? I bet I bet I'll think it's pretty good. Not, but just because it's better than the rail. But what if I brought you a Slurricane Hurricane? Oh, what's that? It's like a purple mixed liquor that he sells. I bet I'd like that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Do you, is the booze in there already, or do you need to yeah, add I think your the booze is it like is a, in, it's not I, a margarita? No, I think it's thing. a pre-mixed situation. Sure. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> when something momentous happens to you, like you finally get your lips around one of those slurricane, <coughs> yeah, from uh, Bay Area rapper E Forty, uh, we <laughs> ask you to call us two zero six nine eight four four fun or. Voice memo us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. That means record a voice memo, then email it to us, Jordan. Oh, that's a – they have to be tech savvy. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Jordan, but it's I'm fine. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm not here again, right? I addressed that to Jordan, but it's fine. And, no, and it's I'm fine, not, Andy. I'm not supposed to be here yet, right? I'm thrilled yeah. to have you here, Andy Kindler. <laughs> Let's go back. Let's go back. I'll, I'll be better. Andy Kindler, stand-up comedian. Thank you. Podcaster. You're welcome. Bob's Burgers voice uh, from yeah. time to time. <laughs> That's how it's re- recurring. Yeah, mm-hmm. recurring. Uh, he's worried sometimes. Sometimes worried. Has concerns. You've seen sure. Man with concerns. Let's hear, let's take our first call. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Dylan from Chicago calling with a momentous occasion. I was just at a local bar grabbing some lunch when a man. Uh, came up to me and asked me that while he went to the bathroom, if I could keep an eye on his Etch-A-Sketch. Um, I usually don't get requests like this, so naturally I had to say I would. Uh, while I was at the bathroom, of course, I looked at the Etch-A-Sketch, and he was drawing a picture of me. I couldn't tell if I should be flattered or creeped out by this, but, you know. So he came back um, and proceeded to tell me how proud he was of me, and that uh, he hopes I have a happy holidays and that uh, I should just keep killing it. Keep killing it, man, he kept saying. Um, and then he asked if he could get a photo. And I was like, sure. I assumed like a photo with me or something to mark this great event that's happening, apparently. Um, but he just took out his phone and took a picture of the Etch-A-Sketch showed the photo to me and then just walked away like nothing ever happened. So that was interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Bye. This guy's not drunk. He just rules. Yeah. Jeez. This guy's just fucking epic. You know what would be a great... I don't mean to punch up this drunk guy. Yeah. (laughs) But when you go to the... Sorry, you mean this guy living his best life. Sure, yes. Uh, You can't be too much of a drunk because if you have shaky hands, you can't do the You can't. You just erase your work. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. Shh! He's sleeping. Don't wake the baby. Don't wake the baby. It's time for school. The, no, no, no. The baby will upset Jesse. <laughs> Don't oh wake no! The, the baby's baby. back. The baby's back. Uh oh. Baby Jesse can still hear the baby even when it's not here. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
is so good. <laughs> I hate the baby. Now Jesse hears the baby when he's being intimate with his wife. What <laughs> 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 Um, that'll mix it up. <laughs> keep I don't, fresh. I don't, you gotta keep things fresh. In a, yeah. If they listen, if there's yeah. one thing You're I know married about. married man, Andy. You know, My you wife didn't even know what fresh. a school marm was until I asked her to dress up as one. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I don't mean to punch up the world's greatest man, who right. this person clearly was. Right. Oh, I thought you meant Andy. Andy? Saying, no. Saying about it's a school, school marm. <laughs> I don't mean to punch up at the sketch guy. Yeah. But it would have been pretty funny yeah. if he if he's doing the etch sketch in the bar. He hands it to the guy and he's like, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Would you watch my laptop? <laughs> that would have been cool. That would have been, been funny. Do you believe, I for some reason don't believe, I'm not saying people are calling up with phony stories. It's happened, how do it's you happened once or twice, Andy. sketch something that would look like no, somebody there are else. No, pe- there are people who can do oh. it. There are actual Etch-a-Sketch artists in the world. Mm-hmm. Wow. What does it pay? Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Do you have to fix it at the end of each? I think you need a... You, you, spray, a... you just spray it with hairspray. Right. <laughs> I think you need to apply for a grant. You yeah. do. I think it's something where you get a university or something to sponsor your Etch-a-Sketching. Yeah. What would you say? University of Phoenix? Yeah, that's sure. It's, it's, it's all online. It's all done online. I'm a yeah. professional dialist. Mm-hmm. What a horrible toy, though, Etch a Sketch. Let's be honest. Kids. Really? Oh, I liked my Etch a Sketch. Oh you didn't like the Etch a Sketch? Very annoying to me. How so? Because it took to go anywhere with it, it would take a little bit of a, you know like talent or whatever. I don't, I'm not looking for that kind of a Rubik's cube, right? Solving. Right. You're not talent. looking for a challenge. And he had enough things telling him he was. What's a better? What's unworthy a be- as a What child? are some better toys? List some better childhood toys. Something ball, that, a toy that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't require a growth mindset. I like a ball. <laughs> I like a nice ball, say. <laughs> well, there used to be a comic named Robert Worley. He was hilarious, and he did a whole bit about how all these toys, and it was the first time I ever realized it. That all these toys are horrible. It's like, it's slanky, it's slanky. Uh. And that's yeah. what I felt about most of the toys. Oof, I love Oof. You know, I that, think... That sounded like 80s comedy. Right yeah, there. it did, but, he was, but <laughs> he, he was doing it in the 80s, though. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> I, liked, I liked my etch sketch I liked my slinky, uh, and I think I... Because I, I, those are both fidgety toys. I'm a fidgety mm. man. Right. And these How'd are you both... feel about Silly Putty? <sighs> Oof. Excuse me, I need to leave. Go we'll play with some silly. You're gonna go be intimate party. with your wife. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. Love Hello, honey. Party. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You want to see? You want to see a backwards family circus comic? <laughs> I love silly party when I first. But they, once you figure it out that it's not cocaine or something that's wonderful. <laughs> right. Oh, sure. Yeah, once you try Coke for the first once time, Silly out... Putty kind of loses its luster. <laughs> once you figure out it's not actually human skin, it really right. changes yeah. some of yeah. You know what I mean? The, the, first ra- the first time you do cocaine, not the 7,000th time when you've been fired off the sitcom and they change the keys. <laughs> sure. In the early days. Sure. <laughs> they change the keys. Yeah, so, so I can't get back <laughs> to the, the dressing room. Yeah. So the they, just, they come and they, come they take your key ring and they swap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, come on. Let me back in. Let me back in. <laughs> and I don't know why I'm rubbing the And nose. they're taking the keys that work in the locks and giving you bad keys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they're hoping that will make me right. get help sooner. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking at those bad keys. Uh, yeah, putty was great. Gak's great. Oof, anything you can. That was that was the golden age of fidgeting. How do you feel about how do you feel about the current fad for uh, slime and thinking putty? 
Oh, I don't know that I've played with any of those. Wow, I'd love to. I'd love to get an update on that in the future. What's sure. Thinking Putty? Thinking Putty is like uh, it's like a slime. There was a there was a big slime craze three four years ago. Sure. I would say mm-hmm. in the, among young people, including ho- making homemade slime. Ooh, which involves Elmer's glue. Huh, okay, you got to make it out of Elmer's glue. But then there's this kind of putty. And uh, I know this. I, I know this primarily because I have to go to uh, you know the independent toy store to buy a birthday gift for a kid mm-hmm. all the time. You know, like for a birthday party, mm-hmm. and <laughs> uh, and also Hodgman likes it. Mm. Uh, but you like it's 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 slow moving. Okay, it moves but slowly. That it's sounds a, nice. Yeah. Semi viscous. Yeah, it's pretty say? viscous. Okay. Yeah. God, I wish I had a kid. I could buy the slime for the kid, but then use the slime myself. You're going to need a wife. God, I got to get a wife. Andy's parents used I to just give him a son. Oh, I wish I had a son. Oh, Andy, Andy's parents buddy. used to just give him a bowl of mercury. <laughs> Unbelievable. Then yeah. they, the layer they tell in me, a, in a, dangerous. In a hatting family. Right. I love the way it feels against my finger. Yeah. <laughs> it is quick. You called it a fingy at the time. A fingy. A fingy. Mommy, I got mercury on my fingy. Oh, God. She's like, that's down. okay. Shape this hat for me. Oh, Someone, please give me their son. <laughs> okay, let's go. Oh, I need a son. Let's take another call, Brian. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, Sonny D, and guest. I'm gonna say uh, Patton Oswalt. Hey. Never been a um, pause. I have this. a moment. I feel like he's taunting us. Yeah, you never got Patton. Twelve years we've been doing this show. Mm-hmm. 17 years we've known Patton Oswalt. Right. And he has not come on the show despite us never having asked him. <laughs> I bet you did ask him. Well, you haven't ever asked him. <laughs> God, will you buy? God, I need to win the lottery. Uh, Do well, me get, a favor. Well, buy hey, get a out, ticket. Get out there on Twitter <laughs> at Patton Oswalt. Patton, go on, come town. <laughs> Okay, play. What play are you the scared, clip. Patton? Are you scared? I think rather than take he is this, scared. my I'm going to change my mindset on this one. I'm going to reframe it, cognitive behavioral Ooh, therapy like style. Nice. He's not taunting us for never having convinced uh, Patton Oswalt, uh, with whom we went to dinner when we were twenty, mm-hmm. uh, to come on our show. He's not taunting us. He is. He had just has a grand vision for our program that pretty soon we'll get. That's true. That clearly matches your own. Yeah, exactly. It would have been nice to get Patton before he needed the walker. Yeah. <laughs> See? It's old joke. There you go. That's but that, let me just say that Patton regret really made us feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had to settle for J. Elvis Weinstein. <laughs> I think he already made the joke. You poured oil on it. I don't know. I'm I watch a video of J. Elvis Weinstein of you as a teen on local television doing comedy. Uh, yeah, it was great. Well, I think everyone you. should watch the video of J. Elvis Weinstein. You never sure showed it to me. I probably I'm your did. partner. I'm your podcast <laughs> partner. Is my the New York guy who has a podcast? Hey, he listen to my fucking podcast or what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the time I leave this studio, I will have one legitimate uh, uh, character that dialect. makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, go okay. <laughs> go ahead. Press play. Hey, I'm Brian. from Queens. Hey, I'm an Aleutian Islander. <laughs> Where's my walrus bone? I want to carve it. Hey, I'm from Pakistan, all of a hey, sudden. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, Sonny D, and guest, I'm going to say uh, Patton Oswalt. Oh, better. Um, we I got J. Elvis Weinstein. So I, Thank I you. live in Baltimore, and um, somebody held me up in my car. Oof. I was buying some 
It's like the wire. Probably very horrible for you breakfast food at the Royal Farms here. And uh, <clears throat> I got back into my car, and somebody else decided to get into my car with me. And he told me to uh, give him all of my money. Well, I didn't have any money, so he told me I better go in and, and hit the ATM. So I got out of my car, went inside, and I called the police. And then the dude left. And police came, and they took a report, and they're probably never going to catch the guy. But I'm okay. He didn't take anything. And uh, as I was driving away from the Royal Farms, I was listening to you guys bullshit with Jimmy Pardo. And it helped calm my nerves a little bit and helped me feel a lot better. So thank you guys for that. And here's to uh, here's to dumb podcasts and even dumber criminals. Have a good day and happy holidays. And Thanks. cold breakfasts. Dumb? <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. It's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's a royal farm? I don't know. that that Because I have OCD and mm-hmm. ADHD. ADHD, maybe all of a sudden, it's like, what is that? Is that a place in uh, Baltimore? Or they yeah, let's say yes. Let's say yes, say yes to get past it. I wonder it. what they yeah. have. He's like, I know yeah. they have that. <laughs> no, have let's that open great. your eyes as to what they serve at Royal Farms. <laughs> they have that great uh, visionary art museum there. Maybe it's connected to that. <laughs> sure. Is it possible they have one of these at Camden Yards? <laughs> what was the guy, What was the criminal thing? They criminal have a Powell's Barbecue. Why not a Royal Farm? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Did you know there's... Two baseball players named Boog Powell. No, there and isn't. The, and the current Boog Powell is unrelated to the original <laughs> Boog Powell. Wow. There's a great, Jordan, for your benefit, a great mm-hmm. Orioles player named mm-hmm. Boog Powell in the 1960s into the 70s, I think. And uh, and then there was a guy who played for the A's recently whose name was Boog Powell, unrelated to the first Boog Powell. Is it a nickname? Is Boog it's like it, could, it sounds like the like, first ones was, and the second one wasn't. <laughs> that's maybe what it is, but I'm not a hundred percent sure who's got a nickname and who doesn't. Yeah, but it's not a nickname that just comes up. It's not know? Boog Powell Jr., which is about the only way you'd think that would happen. <laughs> it's like if I were known as Jesse the Body, right? You know what I mean? Sure, like it's a lot There's already a Jesse the Body. There's a lot of sure. road to go down. You were great in Predator, though. Thank you very much. And I always I watched that. Thank movie, you, little man. And, <laughs> and I'm like, why doesn't Jesse act more? He's great in Predator. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I like, what I like about this story, besides that it all worked out in the end, mm-hmm. and I know, you know, I've, I've been uh, in my teenage days and before was was uh, robbed many times, mm-hmm. uh, and it's all it's always a bummer and it's scary and et cetera. I'm glad I'm glad he's okay, uh, but uh, beyond that, I do kind of admire a breakfast robber. Yeah, you know, early bird gets the worm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm against robbing. Do you think he was up early or late, though? I, do you think he hadn't gone to bed yet? Oh, or sure, really... yeah. Well, then he's a fucking knows how to rage. Yeah. Either way, saying, I respect I, him. I think he was robbing for his second wind. Is what oh I'm wow. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but what? But I don't. I still don't quite get the. I mean, I know he's probably thinking he's playing chess while I'm playing uh, checkers. But sending the guy into the ATM—that was his move. The criminals move where he lost them. Right. <laughs> now you go back in there immediately, and if you don't get it out of the first ATM, you spend all day, and I'll be right here in the car. <laughs> right. I'm going to give you my cell phone number. Yes. Yeah, so and you, you don't call mention- me when you get to an ATM that works. That works. <laughs> and if I don't get you today, you're going to mail me a check. Here's, Here's my, my address. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I think it's a it's a good it's a safe no downside move for that robber. Mm-hmm. He's bummed. He's already done all his robbing. Right. He's done all his work, and there's no result. The guy doesn't have any money. So his, why not take a flyer on the so person who exactly. does it? Right. Exactly. It's like when I think I, there's something to that. I remember one time. Uh, I remember one time I got robbed when I was you know twelve, maybe something like that. And uh, the guy said after he robbed me for my four dollars or whatever I had at, at age twelve, two dollars yeah. maybe. My, my allowance at the time I think was two dollars. So right. let's say I had two dollars. I was on my way to the baseball card store, <laughs> not on my way home. And I remember he said, "Where do you live?" And I'm like, "Oh, Twenty Fifth in San Jose." And he's like, and he said, like, uh, well, I know where you are. If you tell anybody about this, I'm going to come there and get you. Oh, oh boy. And it's like that. He's not going to come and get, like, well, literally, was even as a 12 year old. Yeah, I, okay. I didn't have the presence of mind <laughs> <Okay>. to lie. <laughs> he was holding a knife at the time, but uh, I. I I didn't at the time uh, I didn't at the time have the presence of mind to realize that I should give a fake place where I live. Right. But I did even at twelve. Like seven minutes later, I was like, "Wait a minute, he's not right. gonna come get me." I don't have to count all the way to ten thousand. Yeah, but <laughs> but he's yeah. just <laughs> I'll, I'll count to nine thousand. But he's just he's just taking a flyer. He's running up to flagpole. Sure. Worst case, he's not any he's not any further back than he was to begin with. Right. It's no deductible in insurance. Go into the ATM. You know, maybe it works. Go get me a breakfast sandwich. Sure. You have a criminal if mind. They indeed do serve those at Royal Farms, which I don't know that they do. Yeah, I, I bet mean, it's like a White Castle. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like that, a like a regional burger, maybe like sliders, regional slider thing, and maybe they do a little breakfast. Maybe sandwich, like a, a crab slider. Burrito. Oh yeah, soft shell crab slider. Sure, yeah, I eat that. But if you're mm-hmm. gonna go out for breakfast in the morning, why do you go back to the same horrible place? That's what I keep getting stuck on. He goes, mm-hmm. I'm having my usual Schmeckle Farms <laughs> breakfast. Mm-hmm. I think he was. Quite, I think he was questioning how good it was for him, not how good it was. Yeah, I yeah. think he was. Uh, uh, you know. Maybe. I mean, it, this thing, Royal Farms, sounds fit for a king to right. me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Are you saying it's some kind of an organic? Uh, it might be like that Farmer Boys place I keep seeing. Might be a next to Trader Joe's. Never seen actually one of them. I've yeah. been there. Trading one next to Trader Joe's. Where is that? Next to Trader yeah. Joe's, no, that's Jay Elvis. Thing. That's something <laughs> that's else, right? Thing, yeah. Oh, you're talking about something on the highway. I'm talking about this fast food place that I keep seeing ads for during football games called Farm Farmer Boy <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's not fast food. It's farm food. It's not fast food. <laughs> Have you been to Wall Drug? No. What goes down at Wall Drug? Well, that's the one that has the signs. It's in South miles. Dakota. Oh, okay. To Wall Drug. Free water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we had a lot of fun, huh? We sure did. 206-984-4FUN. <laughs> JJ, go at MaximumFun.org for those voice memos. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hi, I'm Janet Varney, and like many of you, brand new sentient robots excluded, I used to be a teenager. In fact, just about all of my friends were, too, including folks like comedian Danielle Radford. And of course, all of us, you you take on that theater accent, and our teacher would say, no, that isn't how people talk. Right. Don't do the super theater kid accent. It's the worst. 
But so when I was doing theater in high school, of course, I immediately was talking about being in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) So join me every week on the JV Club podcast, where I speak with my favorite women artists, innovators, and humans as we reminisce about the past and how it led us to becoming who we are. Find it every Thursday on Maximum Fun. If you're looking for a new comedy podcast, why not try the Beef and Dairy Network? It won Best Comedy at the British Podcast Awards in 2017 and 2018. Also, I'm... There were no horses in this country until the, the mid to late 60s. Specialist bovine arse vet. Both of his eyes are squid's eyes. Yogurt buffet. She was married to a bacon farmer who saved her life. Farm-raised snow leopard. True. Download it today. That's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast from MaximumFun.org. Also, maybe start at episode one, or weirdly, episode 36, which for some reason requires no knowledge of the rest of the show. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I am Andy Kindler on the fives and the nines. A radio traffic guy and a baby. I hate it. Random. <laughs> on the fives well, and I've nines. gotta go. <laughs> It's nine minutes after the hour. Stay away from the grapevine. Hey, when Jesse ran out, he had a did he have a giant erection? <laughs> <laughs> when Jesse was running out of the booth, did you guys see his? I'm trying to save my goddamn marriage. <laughs> you didn't notice that? that I was, gotta stick this in the missus. <laughs> that was the whole bit that I started out with. I had an erection when I came. You guys didn't notice? Oh, we didn't. Oh. We were too busy looking at the looking at the Your guns. Torso. So she didn't have a magnifying glass. My <laughs> penis is small. My penis is small. The joke always ends with. My penis being small. Hey, I think we've hit a nice stride. Do you guys just want to start the show here? Sure. This From is... the beginning, right? Let's kick it. Yeah. <laughs> we're up to speed. Guys, it's we're... been a joy having you yeah. on the program. What? From it's the Thought over? Spiral pro- Podcast, J. Elvis <laughs> Weinstein. <laughs> Come on, do that one. Hey. <laughs> From the Thought Spiral <laughs> Studio. <laughs> 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 Dog. <laughs> Look out. Andy just barking. You're listening to Dark Spiral. <laughs> it's 65 degrees downtown Los Angeles. I'm. I'm, 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 I'm. Arf, arf, arf. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Talking Dog Weatherman. <laughs> Wow. A lot of this show certainly has had a cast of characters. Arf, arf, arf. We've, we've, is what I would say if I didn't speak English, <laughs> but I, I do. do. All right, let's take a look at the. Let's go to the map. On radio, though, you can see how a talking dog would want to make some dog sounds right, right. Yeah. <laughs> to remind the occasional <laughs> or something. Yeah, just because otherwise you'd lose track and think it's just a regular right, announcer. Right, exactly. So the novelty is gone. Excuse yeah. me while I lick my ball. It's <laughs> <laughs> a talking dog licking its balls. If I could lick my own balls, I wouldn't leave the house because I could give pleasure to myself. So why leave the house then? If I can reach my own genitals. Why leave the house And then? pleasure myself. Isn't that the only reason to normally leave the house? The telephone's ringing. Yes. Now I stay home. Yes, everyone leaves, the house. everyone leaves the house to come. That's the only reason anyone leaves the house. That's right. If I could lick my own balls, everyone else would leave the house. <laughs>
<laughs> well, we've had a lot of fun uh, here. This was fun. When you say fun, and you say maximum fun, yep. minimum fun, mm-hmm. or or I I should the third one's supposed to be the funniest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting that. Yeah, I I upload it. I put a lot of funny stuff at the top. I have I have one thing I want I want to say. Yeah. Something I got to get off my chest. Okay, I got some sticking in my craw. Oh boy, is it a bone to pick? So a few weeks ago on the program. Mm-hmm. I brought up two license plates that had made me happy that mm-hmm. day. One said TMI Tim. I thought that's his fun nickname, and he decided to put it on his license plate, and that's yeah. fun. I thought, what a good good job, Tim. Way to know yourself, know mm-hmm. what other people say about you, right. and have fun with it. Turns out it was just dyslexic Tim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, How dare uh, you make fun of Tim. <laughs> and then I saw a person with a license plate that said Heel Boy, mm-hmm. H-E-A-L-B-O-Y. Which I thought was a pretty fun. If you're a nurse or you know something like that, you're mm. a doctor. Or oh, something. heel boy, heel boy, heel. Yeah, oh, like, like healing. It. Yeah, I that's thought it was cool. nice. Yeah. I thought it was. That's fun. Oh, I thought it was a dog command. Fun what way. No, 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 no. Okay. Not H E E L B O Y. Okay. H E A L B O I. Ah, that's sure. Shows you're younger than me. Mm-hmm. So, I thought that was a lot of fun. And then I, I happened to log into Reddit, the mm. website Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. And there's Hunter Ellen Boss. Oh boy. Jordan Jesse Go listener Hunter Ellen Boss is there to explain to me inferior in every way to the guy who recorded the song and then flew from Denver. This <laughs> Oh, this Hunter, is, is this your Reddit group? Hunter Ellen Boss logs into Reddit mm-hmm. and he te- informs me this guy was probably a guy that loved World of Warcraft and his job on his World of Warcraft team was casting magic healing spells. Mm. Which is worse in every Absolutely. possible category than being an actual human healer. Mm. Like being in a helping profession, working long double shifts overnight. So do you to not make sure that people hold, get their hold medication. on? Just hold on. Do you not consider orcs to be people? No. <laughs> oh, I don't think orcs belong in our country. Wow. Okay, I didn't know this. Were there gargoyles on the car? Go back to the. <laughs> I didn't know you were harboring such extreme beliefs. Well, you're probably. I mean. I I heard a rumor you're a quarter elvish, so that's probably why you're so <laughs> sympathetic to wow, orcs yes, and other true. I do. honestly freaks, sure, I other mean, monsters. You can see how difficult it is for me growing up a quarter elvish. It's like I'm trapped between two worlds. No, you're 100 percent elvish. It's the one drop theory, as far as oh, I'm concerned. Well, wow, you do have some extreme beliefs. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. You I've were... seen you arch. That's true. I am right. <laughs> I have funny. Mine is funny guy. <laughs> funny guy. Yeah. Funny guy. Ha ha. Funny, funny guy. Ha ha. Seven. It's impressive how you find that in seven. Seven at hotmail.com. Thought Spiral is the name of Jay Oliver and Andy's podcast. Two of the funniest guys. Our producer on the program, Brian Sunny D Fernandez. You can find us. On Twitter, at Jordan underscore Morris, at Jesse Thorne. Uh, hashtag JJ Go over there on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can like Jordan Jesse Go on Facebook, uh, where we share. Uh, we'll probably share that picture of that squirrel. Kite, yeah, it's not a great kite. picture. But you can look at the picture and just know yeah. that a kite got caught in a tree and a squirrel was eating it. Mr. Yeah. Squirrel, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a kite? Shut up. <laughs> Don't look at me while I eat this kite. <laughs> Brian Sunny D. Fernandez is our producer on the program. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's it. That's it. <laughs>
<laughs> this That's week's Jordan show. Jesse Go, and we definitely didn't cut out anything that Andy Kipper said just now. I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. Remember it. It's true. Yeah. Hard time remembering that. And the guy says, <laughs> We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.